0: Welcome to One Man's Opinion, brought to you by the Elite Fantasy Fantasy Guru and EliteSportsBetting.com. And now, here's your host, Jeff Manns. All right, welcome in everybody. Another episode of the podcast that sweeps the nation. This is One Man's Opinion. I am your host, Chef Mans. You hear me weekday afternoons on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio Channel 87. I host a show called Elite Sports on that network. I also host SiriusXM Fantasy Football pregame show, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, every Sunday morning with Bob Harris on that very network over there. I'm part owner and chief content officer over at FantasyGuru.com. Full season product, weekly rankings, buy low, sell high, waivers, trades, real-time chat, in-game chat, betting, daily fantasy. It's all available to you over there at FantasyGuru.com. And uh big week for all of our subscribers, especially in the DFS department. Man, we absolutely dominated yet again. going to be a big year. Uh, it is really going to be a big year in the daily fantasy football department. Uh, more on that in just a moment. You can follow me on social media at Jeff underscore man's on Twitter, the Jeff man's everywhere else, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and follow me on TikTok. I do some, I do some things. I posted recently a funny, I liked my, I, I was very, con, I thought I was creative. Maybe I'm not, but my Aaron Rogers, uh response to his injury, uh, maybe you won't like it if you're a big Aaron Rodgers guy, but chances are it's not much. I mean, anybody really an Aaron Rodgers guy? I know the Jets fans wanted to use him for a year and the Packers fans were done with him. So it kind of feels like Rodgers is kind of fair game. He doesn't really belong to anybody anymore. So screw it. I went for it either way on TikTok. The Jeff Mans over there. Producer Sean Engel producing this program as he always does we are solo here today it is an in-season episode this is number 173 and basically what we'll be doing for the next 18 19 20 21 22 weeks we're going to be talking i'll bring in some guests along the way but not very often i'm not going to do a lot of guests this year not for any other reason than i just everybody's busy and it's tough to schedule and get these episodes. And by the way, it's called One Man's Opinion for a reason. But there are some people I want you to hear from over the next you know, the season. So we'll bring some of those folks in. That is for sure. And uh, we're going to have a good time this year. You know, because we're going out a day earlier, this podcast, you are likely listening to it on a Wednesday, which is much different than normally on Thursday. So Thursday's a game day. We'd be talking about the Vikings and Eagles this week. I'll still talk about that game a little bit. I'll preview things just as I normally would do. I will give you a bet of the week. I will give you a survivor pick of the week on these episodes, but it's important to follow up because things change. Nothing really should be set. You shouldn't be entering any DFS lineups, any bats or your lineup for seasonal leagues before the Friday injury report. That injury report comes out about 5 p.m. Eastern time, right smack dab at the end of our show on Sirius XM. And that's that's everything. That's the official inactive report on Sundays. the official official. But you can't even pretend to know anything before that time. By the way, this is an uncensored podcast. I'm going to curse. I'm going to say those naughty words. They're not. I know you're, some of you aren't used to me saying that or hearing me say these words and stuff. I just want to give you time. Get the kids away from the earshot, get, you know, sensitive people. Cause I don't, I will say things about politics or religion and I'll say things, I don't know. I'll just talk like normal people talk. And there's a big, there's a segment that keeps growing of you. I'll just say to you, cause I don't know. I don't know who the fuck you are, but a segment of the population that wants to cancel everybody and get everybody in trouble. Like you just want to be offended like, you go into it, like, I can't wait to be offended. And that's your thing. And that's that's fine. But you, nothing you're going to do to me not going to shake a hell of difference on me because I'm not going to – number one, I don't have any feelings or beliefs that would get me canceled. I just don't have any. There's no secrets, no closets, no skeletons, just nothing. I'm a boring motherfucker. Trust me, I just went through a sale of my company. They had to do background checks. They're like, this is the most boring motherfucker I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm just boring. I just kind of do this. The My big things that will rile you up is I'll shit on like a politician because you guys worship some of these fucks. Like it's fucking Jesus or something. I'll say something religious uh, like, God damn it. And everyone gets mad at me for that. Um, my wife is, was the director of Christian education. So if I'm going to get in trouble by anybody, it's going to be her for saying that, not you. I just want to be clear because it's new season and all that. I don't want to offend anybody. Hopefully you got everyone's cool. You got to understand the spirit of which I'm trying to help people. I'm not trying to offend anybody. And if you're going to get offended, this isn't the show for you. Thanks. And fair enough. But since this is being recorded a day earlier, we're going to do a lot of recap and a lot of reviews of the previous week. So today we're going to preview week or, uh, We'll recap week number one. We will do a week two preview there as well. So take that for what it's intended. Um, and I've got a lot of thoughts. Let's start out with the biggest news of the week, obviously the Aaron Rodgers injury. You know, I'm in a mixed mixed land of being giddy about this. I I'm not I can't lie to anybody. I'm super excited. It's gonna be a phenomenal football season now. I'll say my emotions this week, this past week, have gone from super excitement to absolute fucking hatred and down-in-the-dumps sadness. That was Thursday and Friday. Into absolute elation now. I have no interest in somebody getting hurt. I take no pride in the physical injury at all. I really don't. Nothing about that is good. I hope to God he's fine and recovers and everything else. But I don't want him to play football ever again. Uh, not for him. If he was needed money, he was a young guy, it would be different, even if I couldn't stand him. Aaron Rodgers is what's wrong with the universe. Aaron Rodgers is the reason the Packers haven't sniffed a championship since they got – completely lucky in 2011 or whatever, 2011, 2012. That one year they had to beat Caleb Haney to get into the Super Bowl and then all that. That's all. It was freak. It was luck. It was absolute brilliant luck. Rodgers is one of the most overrated players ever. A great quarterback, sure, but by the sound of everybody slobbering on his cock, it was it was so out of control, it's not even funny. And I just don't want it anymore. I don't I don't want to see him. I don't want I really enjoy players that are getting their opportunities. Right? I like this Jets team so much and he ruined it. He was going to fuck them all year long. My, make no mistake about these words. Aaron Rodgers was going to bow out. Aaron Rodgers was not going to play this this whole dream that you guys, some of you have where you think that you yeah, have Aaron Rodgers is gonna lead this Super Bowl, ask a Packers fan, man. He can do good for you in the regular season, but listen, Aaron Rodgers fell apart. Absolutely fell apart like four or five years ago, right? Just come completely melted down. And then they went out and got Matt LaFleur, and uh it was the the six and nine season. Right. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers' biggest thing is he doesn't throw interceptions, which is great. And it is a huge skill, but he never has massive yards. He never has massive touchdown numbers. And the Packers didn't miss a step with Jordan Love. They didn't when Jordan Love started back in Arizona a couple of years ago. They didn't when he came in against Philadelphia last year. They didn't in week one. Right. Rodgers has been deteriorated. He has been the beneficiary of a go- a great team who's also had the worst division in football over the last two years, and they've absolutely fucking dominated that division. The Lions, Bears, and Vikings, you fucking kidding me? I mean, so what he was going to do in the AFC East that's loaded, you have to play Belichick twice and Josh Allen twice and Ragatua and Mike McDaniel, are you kidding me? Right, They also had to play Justin Herbert. They had to play Arthur Smith. They had to play Ron Rivera's defense. All right, maybe they're used to that one. They had to play the Browns. Jim Schwartz going to blitz them all over. They had to play Sean Payton. They had to play the Eagles. This Jets team was going to win six to eight games max. Nine games max, I should say. Seven to nine games max. I did have them in the playoffs squeaking in, and I thought that they could do that. And Aaron Rodgers getting the playoffs, No problemo, sir. Doing anything in the playoffs? Absolutely not. Not not even possible. I like the opportunity of a bunch of young players, great young talent, rising up, banding together, us against the world, and kicking some ass this year. You know, you need players like that. I'm baffled at our society who doesn't think any next person can ever do anything everybody think about it every walk of life you think the next person is going to be the end of the world do you know how many times i've been told the next president in the the world's going to end oh my god george w george hw bush holy shit oh my god Bill clinton oh my god george Bush. oh my god al gore at first then george bush and then fucking obama and then fucking uh trump and then fucking biden it's dude nothing matters it's all the same shit it's just we just keep going. There's never oh, the deterioration. Is no, it doesn't matter. Every the new commissioner of the football, it doesn't matter. Same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. There will be another Super Bowl champion. There is a person born today, probably. Maybe a port put it this way, there'll be a poor person born this year, the 2023, this calendar year that will go on, and 25 years from now, when I'm long in the grave. That will win a Super Bowl and possibly multiple Super Bowls. That person, and it's a next person. There will always be. You don't have, and it'll stun everybody the first time they do it. Why? Because they will never expect somebody new to, you can't win the Super Bowl. Only Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, or in my day it was Joe Montana or Terry Bradshaw, only they win Super Bowls. No, not true. Not true. You get one-timers all the time. Patrick Mahomes cannot win a Super Bowl. Then he did. Then he did. And I was like, oh, okay. So now he's in the club. Rodgers wins one, and he's in the club. But they're not in the club until they win that. So uh, Zach Wilson, I don't like him. I didn't like him. I thought it was a bad pick. I mean, imagine if the Jets actually did the right thing and took Justin Fields. Holy shit. A lot better. A lot better. But the only chance the jets had was this this is legitimately the absolute life preserver for us the season even though you think it's the worst thing to happen to you, it's the best at least you have a path to a championship again the other way it was dunzo there was no path as soon no matter what the moment things went wrong against buffalo Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Denver, Philadelphia. By the way, that's the that's the fucking schedule. That's the schedule. You thought he was going to survive? They couldn't survive four plays. 40-year-old motherfucker couldn't survive four plays. He's going to survive all that? Okay, maybe. As soon as things went wrong, he was going to explode. He was going to take it out on offensive line, coaches, receivers, whoever. Somebody, somebody. And think about it now. Like, the worst thing right now for the Jets is that you have Nate Hackett. But he had the flop sweats yesterday after Rodgers went down. He had to call the game. Holy shit. Don't talk about Zach Wilson not being prepared. Zach Wilson was fine. Wasn't great, but he – But it's the coach, Nate Hackett, wasn't prepared. He had no idea he was going to have to call plays. He now has to actually call plays all year long. He has to design offense. He can't be saved by Rodgers just doing whatever he wants and hoping it works out like he tried to do in Denver. So it's absolutely bananas. So I think the Jets, that defense is ready for championship. The offensive line is getting a lot better. Guys like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall are ready. They're ready to party. They're ready to win. And keep getting old man river the fuck out. And now letting that locker room be young and hip and fun and excitable. And I mean, that's the that's the thing about young talent. They don't know what they don't know. They don't know enough to think they all think that they're going to come in and change the world. And the thing is, whereas old people like us now, we laugh at them and scoff at their notions, but without them, who the fuck, what the fuck do we do? We keep fucking grinding 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, hundred year old people. Keep trusting them. We don't get any young fresh blood or new ideas or innovation. Fuck. It's a disaster. So out with the old and with the new Rogers wasn't going to last. And now he is, I got my Garrett Wilson Jersey. I'm officially announcing my jets fandom for the 2023 season. I will not be rooting harder for any other team in the league than the New York jets. Now I'm so excited and we'll be happy to see them. And I hope, I hope they do well. I really do. Uh, it is a tough road. It's a tough schedule. I do not believe in Zach Wilson. I just don't, but I don't, there's a lot of guys I don't believe in a lot of players that I, Russell Wilson was one of them, right? He just knocks it down, knocks down the door. And I, you know, guys have the parts around them. Like think of a bookcase or something. Uh, what good's the fucking lumber if it's just laying down on the ground? But if you get what's good is a shelf, just laying flat on the floor, nothing. But if you get everything to hold it up in the brackets, that shelf could support the heaviest of objects. That shelf could present the most precious of elements in your life, right? And it needs all the surrounding pieces to function. That's what a quarterback. Trent Dilfer has won Super Bowls. Fucking Stan Humphreys went to a Super Bowl, right? There's been a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Tom Brady came out of buttfuck nowhere to win a ton of championships, right? Right? Rich Gannon made it to a freaking Super Bowl. Like Matt Ryan made it to a Super Bowl. A lot of people can get there. All right. So pick your head up, Jets fans. Fuck. And by the way, I'll go over some buy low and sell high candidates by Garrett Wilson. But listen to me, motherfuckers. Listen to me right now. Don't you? I had a guy on Twitter tell me, I'll just try, I'll accept Josh. I'll accept uh." I'm going to trade Wilson because I don't believe he's going he's to be shit. I'll accept Keenan Allen, I guess. It's like, no, motherfucker. No, you guys, you make these motherfuckers pay. You make them pay. This is what you do. If you're in a league with trades, right now is the time to prey on these folks' emotions. They get so beside themselves, they get so high. So low. They they are not seeing reality. It'll be weeks, if not months, before they see what they've done to their fucking team. They could have drafted the $100 million overall high-stakes championship winner. They could have, but they'll fuck it up. They can't do it. Talk about it all the time. Certain people, it's your mind, your own reality that controls your destiny. It's not the players. The players don't force you to trade them, start them, sit them. You do. The pieces are there. You know, every single one of us, if we set an optimal lineup every week, every single one of us would take in the top. I think, oh, fuck, I can't remember. Let's say it's the top 20. I think it was actually top 10. But I'll say top 20 just so I don't get it wrong. Of a high stakes league. Every person, if you set the best lineup, how could that happen? Because No, I'm saying if each of us did it and the rest didn't. So there are very few times where you don't have the pieces on your roster. Very few times. But it's you. You're the one that decides it. Take this opportunity. Here's what I do. I'll get right into the buy low right now. Buy low on Garrett Wilson. Man, trade them fucking, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't even go Mike Evans, to be honest. I'd go lower. Uh, Think of somebody that's had – that had like a a solid, but not spectacular week. Somebody who they're always Rashid Saheed, like fucking dump him. Puka Nakoa, Tutu Atwell. Try to trade them for Garrett Wilson. You may laugh at me saying that. Don't. Don't underestimate the stupidity of your league mates. Don't do it. I warn you. I like Cortland Sutton, but if you can get Garrett Wilson for him, do it tomorrow. Too fucking Morrow do it, right? I mean, shit. (laughs) It's just too freaking good, man. It's too good of an opportunity. Last year, Garrett Wilson averaged 17.5 points from both Joe Flacco and Mike White. Now, the the whole idea is that he only... Everybody's going to tell you that he only averaged 8.82 points with Zach Wilson in nine games. That is true. That's a fair, and it's an accurate statement, most importantly, right? But at the same time, those games, those nine games were not all equal, right? Those games were not equal to Flacco And that. I mean, they had played Pittsburgh, Miami, Green Bay. By the way, they beat the shit out of Green Bay. You wonder why Fuckface wanted to go to the Jets because they stomped him the fuck out, that defense. So that's why he jumped aboard this train. That's why Buffalo, New England, Denver. But come on, man. New England twice, by the way. Those were Zach Wilson's starts. You know, I mean, when he faced Detroit, threw for 317, two touchdowns. Right? Like, okay. Again, I don't think much of Zach Wilson, and it is a difficult schedule. But points will happen. Garrett Wilson will be a top 24 wide receiver. And that is just that. <laughs> it's it's real weird that people don't see it. It's bizarre to me. So bizarre. But he will be. And that's with Zach Wilson. Anyway, you get my drift. I'm all in Garrett Wilson, jersey purchased. Jets fan. Let's go. Um, all the results for last week. Let me talk about something that, I needed to get off my chest and what I thought was going to be the basis of the show before the Aaron Rodgers stuff, and that's Kadarius Tony. You know, I've done, I I have gone through a major, sort of, revolution revolution over the last year and a half, two years. I try to get better every single day. That's our motto at FantasyGuru.com. It's my motto in life. It's just what I. I'm trying to do and it's tough and it's rough and it doesn't go the way I want all the time, but I'm trying. Um, I sat, so I sat there. I've never been more excited for the season. We had a great preseason, real great preseason. Elite Mafia is a family. It is fun. It's, it's just a great place to be. You know what I mean? And it was unbelievable Thursday night. I'm sitting there in a the man's cave two hours before talking to everybody. Final drafts final lineups for that chiefs lions get everything going i watched a group of people deteriorate and it worries me because i don't know if it's alcohol i don't know if it's deep depression that is inside of people that's just undiagnosed nobody sees it and nobody thinks they're depressed it's there's also a stigma you think like you're too macho to say you're depressed. I went through depression. I've talked about it previous episodes. You can go listen to them. I won't get into it today, but I'm happy to talk to anybody about it. And it's just wild. And I saw people's attitude change. You would have thought that I was the greatest analyst of all time for the two hours before. And then after about a half an hour, Of Kadarius Tony, first not doing anything, then dropping a couple passes. I mean, people acted as if I like slit their baby's throat in front of their face. Like it was fucking chaos. And I just like, I'm telling you guys, just not interesting to me. I'm not interested in the wars. I was part of that routine that Tommy G. Guru really let's fight everybody. Fuck them in the face. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, hats off to people still in their, in their mid forties that are doing that. It's not me, not who I am. Not interested. I'm not interested in the fights, not interested in, you know, I like conversation. I don't like arguing. I could argue with my brothers and sisters like all the time. It's it, I don't want to do it right. If we want to have a discussion, then you have to bring up a point. Your point can't be, hey, I like the Raiders or I like the Jets. You said something negative. Fuck you. You're wrong. That can't be the point. In fact, if you ever, I'm telling you, if I ever think, see, or know that your favorite team is the one you're de- you're trying to, like, talk about, I will not engage in a conversation with you. When you are talking to me about your Raiders, and you are your your tag is at Raiders whatever. I won't even acknowledge your existence. Like I don't, you're not a person to me. So I'm not doing that. That's the dumbest thing in the world. Right? It's just the dumbest thing in the world. We're not doing that. All right. I would love to have a conversation, but I was really upset, really hurt by uh, my own people, my own members. That was hurt by Twitter and people like that. It was insane. The thing is. And this is just Jeff man's talking and, um, why, you know, stay, stick by my side and you're going to be okay. I'm not, I don't lose. I just don't, I don't know why. I think I know how I just don't stop. That's the thing. I won't stop. I won't ever stop competing. I won't ever stop going. You, you can't get, you have to put me in the ground. That's the only possibility of stopping me, right? It's it. So, like the Kadaris Tony, he sucked. I mean, that was a fucking butthole game, terrible game for him. But everybody like, why do the Sky More people get a pass? Sky More was a piece of human shit. He didn't he, he actually did play more than I thought, but he did nothing. He wasn't targeted. He dropped his only potential. Uh, I think he only had one target. He wasn't a factor yet. Uh, consensus rankings that I have. In my mitt, uh, that people said that he was a top twenty-eight wide receiver this year, Sky Moore, out of your fucking mind. At the very least, Kadarius Tony had a handoff on the one-yard line, two-yard line. He had a um five targets in the game that led the team. Dog shit. I mean, gave up interception, but you would have thought it was the worst thing ever. I'm telling you. If that happens again, he gets 5 targets in a game. Holy shit. He's going to he's going to get 15 plus points. And if that happens, I'm going to take your comments, take your words, and I'm going to butt fuck you with them. Literally figuratively butt fuck you with them against your will. I will not let you live it down. Don't think that one game makes all. You don't have this thing buried. If you want to attack me on one player, you you bet. I mean, you can't do it after week one. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly do in the world. In the world, see other people. I think that you can get away with this because other people back down and pretend they didn't say it or whatever. I just wait. It's simple. It could be week fifteen, by the way. You will totally have forgotten your comments. You will forget everything you said. And here comes old man, man stumbling in. Hey, motherfucker, what do you think now? Just won a championship with this guy. Fuck you. What do you think? That's what I'm gonna do. That's what my people do. My, my mafia, my elite mafia. I can't say all of them. There's some people in there. I don't fucking think I know. And also one other thing, this is another thing about people. Don't, don't, I don't want to make a bet with you. What is fucking wrong with any of you? I don't have any interest in making a bet with you. How fucking ridiculous do you have to be? If you want to make a bet, go to the sports book. They have a billion dollars. I am not the house. What you're trying to do is show me up. You're trying to one-up me. You're trying to act as if you know something more than me. I'm too smart for that. I'm not taking your bait. And if I ever did, watch out, because I'll never lose it. Never. It's happened about a dozen times in my career, and I've never lost a single time. Right? Not one time. Eventually, I will wait it out, wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. It's like if I'm getting in the ring with you and I let you punch me. Know that the overhand's coming. Oh, this guy ain't punching. He's scared. He's scared. He's scared. Thunk. Uh Uh-oh. Knockout. That is what's going to happen. But I am not. I accept no challenges, no bets from audience members, none. Not interested at all. You want to show me, you want to be impressive to me, go to this sports book, take their money, show them how good you are. They care. Well, they don't really, but they'll give you shit. They'll give you like an extra and bonuses and higher odds. And they love the high rolls. Go do it to them. I didn't want to. I want to show you. You're never going to impress me with it. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not. Nothing about, you know, it's people on Twitter right now about Garrett Wilson. I posted it a couple days ago. We posted some sound. I say to buy. Other people in the industry say don't. And people want to, like, pit me against them. Notice I never do that. I don't ever take that bait. Ever. Not going at something. My thoughts on Garrett Wilson has nothing to do with other people. Well, it has to do with league members and winning, if you count that. But I don't, if somebody else says not to, that is what they think. They are absolutely entitled to it. Just as all of you are entitled to say, Kadarius Tony's going to suck. Then do something about it. Bet against it. But you didn't say it in the bold predictions. You didn't say it in the two hours before the game started. You asked me what you should do. I told you what you should do. And then you blame me. Fuck you. That's one start. And because the, what happened was, I know how this works. The same people, I had one bad game. And you think, oh, my God, maybe Jeff doesn't know anything. Oh, my God, everything he said this entire summer was wrong. And then you doubt and question everything. And then you go out and Google everything. And then you run to all the free sites and services. Then you go look at their generic shit. And then what do you do? You bench Romeo Dobbs. You don't get Kyron Williams. Right? You you don't get, you don't start Cortland Sutton or Brian Robinson or fucking B. John Robinson for that matter. Calvin Ridley, he hasn't played in a year. All the people, I know they said it. All those people said those things. All the free people. That was everybody's tapestry. Wrong, 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 wrong. You want an edge in this game, follow somebody that will give it to you. But I'm not interested in any kind of nonsense. I'm not interested. I'm interested in doing the job, providing the analysis, answering questions, and helping people. If that's not your bag, then don't listen. Don't subscribe. Don't interact. It's okay. You, are, you could be a great person. I could be a great person. We don't have to be together on it. Love to help people, but I'm not doing it at this cost. Yeah, I really sat there on Friday and thought, you know, what am I doing this for? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna sit here and like answer uh, answer people's questions after they fucking annihilate me from one single call. Oh boy, yeah, that that ain't gonna be it. And you know, Phil Backer, producer on Elite Sports, um, myself, we talked about it. You're gonna just drive good people out. Like I worked with a group of people that hated our members. They didn't like you. They didn't they they've gone other places and they don't like you. They care about your fucking money. And then they want as much of it as possible because they use it to play DFS and everything else to feel good. These are bad people, wrong people. None of that is what I do. Our company has changed so much over the last few years, it's mind-boggling. You're such a great group of people that actually care about it. But yet you're going to attack us and my guys as if we didn't care because we got one thing wrong. And what you do is just drive people. Eventually, like I, I am at the point in my career, I don't have to do any of this. I said this last year, like it is not something I have to do. My brother's retiring, works at a grocery store, but he's owned a grocery store before, wants me to open up a grocery store with him. He's retiring from his butcher job and wants to do that. I have a nephew. Hey, Mike, uh, you know that's starting businesses and stuff. I can invest in his businesses, right? I I can do other things to do to make money. My daughter's graduating law school in a couple of years. I, I I could back her in a law firm. I I could. There's so many things I could do to make money. Money's not a driving factor anymore. So if it's not, if we're not going to have a, a caring and reasonable public, then I'm not fucking doing it. You know, just simple access to me. Won't happen. I took it off the table. Saturday chats are done. I'm not going to be sitting in there for the the Saturday chats turned into a terrible thing where everybody tried to guess my lineup. Anyway, like why are you guessing my lineup? I wrote 5,000, 10,000 plus words for you every week about DFS. And then yet you're still trying to guess what I'm doing. Guys, Here was the secret the whole time. I never knew what I was doing. During those chats, I rarely had my lineup finished. Rarely. I finish my lineup late I enter the contest, have a a lineup, but I tweak it and tinker it late night, Saturday night, into Sunday. That's when I do. After midnight, East Coast time, for sure. I don't have my lineup set up. So all the questions you always ask, trying to manipulate and guess what I'm doing, (laughs) I didn't have it. That was a bad idea, and I felt all of our members had a much better time because we they actually clipped and posted pieces of the cash game breakdown instead of trying to guess my lineup, and it worked like magic. And that's what we're doing from now on. All right. Uh, shit, I talked a lot already, and it's not even – I haven't even gotten to it. Uh, other results, I mean, B. John Robinson, fantastic, not worried about Tyler Algier at all uh Kyron Williams how many times have I mentioned that guy and I was the only person in the universe you want to know you want to separate analysts from and real analysts who are the real ones has anybody told anybody gave you a call uh, given you a call like Kyron Williams I did gave it to you for three months I told Phil and Sandra so pull some Kyron Williams sound and they're like, from which time? <laughs> they had to go back like four days. And they're like, well, we could have got that or we could have got this or during the Kings Classic or this draft or this coverage or when we talked about keepers, or when we talked about dynasty, when we talked about best ball. My best ball exposure of Kyron Williams is 80%. 80%. So, yeah. Uh, and again, hes is he going to be – he's not going to be a fucking Todd Gurley or anything like that but he's a useful guy. It's somebody you would, you are, you now want on your roster who you could have just had instead of whatever dog shit you picked, whatever the fucking pre done projection model. My guru bullshit did for you. That's what you did. You took some rando instead of Kyron. And again, if you want plays like that and selections like that, let, people cook let me cook let me do my job without getting castrated for a bat for a guy who can't catch a fucking football but led the team in motherfucking targets the best greatest fucking quarterback on fucking earth <sighs> all right very good sell high candidates anthony richardson get rid dude all he can do is run he's got nothing in the passing department nothing great week one sell high kenneth gainwell you want to know why kenneth gainwell had so much work on Sunday because they play Thursday. Shame on me. That's one that I missed. I should have been better. I've known this for years End season. I do it all the time. Week one's a catastrophe for me because doing draft work while doing week one and shit like this gets mixed missed. I should not have bet on Swift. I shouldn't have recommended Swift. That's a mistake. But Swift will be involved on Thursday, as will Rashad Penny. And Kenneth Gaiden will likely be the three. That's how that's gonna go. Sell high. Brandon Ayuk, sell super high on him. You wanna give Brandon Ayuk for Garrett Wilson, do it all day. People will do that trade. They'll be relieved. You can get Garrett Wilson and somebody. You can get Garrett Wilson and fucking and Swift or and fucking, you know, um. Maybe Damian Pierce. You probably get two pieces, for crying out loud, for Ayuk right now. Do it. Jacoby Myers, that goes without saying. Sam Laporta, absolutely. Rookie tight ends don't produce. Guy had five catches. It looks like he hit the jackpot because no other tight ends did anything this week. By low, Buy low on Justin Fields. A lot of the racists and a lot of the bol- the people that don't know football saying, we can't throw the football. He's a running back playing Quarterback, which basically is just racist. I'm sorry. We all know it. It's one of those things you can't say out loud. You're, oh, it's not what I mean. What did you mean? I mean that he only could run. He beat Trevor Lawrence in passing competitions in high school and in college. And he set a big 10 records up and down and Ohio State records, up and down passing. He didn't do it last year. The Bears didn't have jack shit. He didn't do it against Green Bay. Threw for, I think he threw for 20 less yards or something than... And Jordan Love did, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, nobody from Justin Fields' team took the ball fucking like 60 yards twice like Aaron Jones did in that game. So, yeah, might want to rethink that, right? 30, 29 more yards. We, we. Meanwhile, Aaron Jones said fucking 51 and a 35-yard two catches for that. Fields could dump the ball off to somebody like that and you know, run forever, then fine. But he didn't uh, buy low on him. Buy low on Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor looks like, and all the action is. Listen, what's the worst thing? He's going to be, uh, he's going to be traded. Okay, I'll take that shit. But in the meantime, I would go and try to get him. It looks like the Colts. are everything has been sort of leveled out. They know he's cleared for contact and everything now he's still out three more weeks but we could hang on to that right Deion jackson did nothing zach moss is next up we'll get an opportunity this week against the houston texans which zach moss probably will do all right in that matchup then we got two more games jonathan taylor go out and get him devon a chain or salvin Ahmed, either one of them most are i was waiting for him to break humpty dumpty to break every single time you got tackled on Miami game. Miami's offense could be fun. You want a piece of it. A-chain, Ahmed, super by low, if not waiver pickups at this point. Kadarius Tony goes without saying. I said it on the air on SiriusXM. I'll say it again. If you're not the type of person that can make a move for a guy like Kadarius Toney now, you're not the type of person likely could win a championship. All right? If you're worried about the week one performance... You don't have it. You're not that guy, bro. Let somebody else. Let somebody else bang your wife. Let somebody else mow your grass. Let somebody else, because you're you're not capable. You don't have what it is. You don't have the the thing. You don't have the cojones to do this game. Now, if you're worried because he's always hurt and all that, well, okay, I'll give a pass for the injury only. But when you say injury again, uh, he's not injured now. What's it going to cost you? It's free. He is free. I spent ninth and 10th round picks on him, and I'm ecstatic after week one. I'm more happy after week one than I was at, at any point drafting him. I'm more ecstatic now than ever, but you know it may not last ever. Now you'll get him for free. Literally $1 on the waivers, nobody will bid against you. Go and do it. Giants wide receivers. Giants can't be that fucking bad. They literally cannot be that bad. Paris Campbell, Isaiah Hodgins, I still am high on them rest of the season. What are you going to do? Drop Drake London and T Higgins? All these people got shut out? No. It's the way it goes, unfortunately, in this game. Um, I don't think I can give waiver wire pickups here, right? Because even though this is a day early, most waiver wires are done, I'm not don't if if, in case they're not you got a Wednesday night you're listening to this before I'll go through a couple and let me know on Twitter at Jeff underscore man's or in the man's cave room or the NFL room at fantasy guru if you want me to go through waivers with you on this episode if you still have time and if enough of you do I'll happy to do it I'll give you a couple don't go after the Ravens running backs avoid it like the plague the solution is not there. Nothing about it. There's no opportunity for you. Get out of Dodge. Don't do it. I do not like that one, Sam. I am. Other ones, other um potential, I guess, waiver wire pickups, right? I mean, like nobody's fucking picking up Dobbs. Dobbs should have been already on rosters. Uh, I just don't think, I think if you want to get cute or if you want to get a running back, a potential running back, that you can use. Obviously, I think it's Kyron is numero uno on that list. Um, I think that you can go after um, Gainwell is a tough one. I wouldn't pay much for Gainwell. He had to have been drafted. Like he just has to have been. It's stunning to me if he wouldn't have been. Um, Algier, but you're not going to start Algier if you don't Bijan. Like you can't. Only if you have Bijan, you can start Algier. I would not start Tyler Algiers as a standalone. They're a tandem running back field. I'd, if you don't have Bijan to supplement it, you're just asking for heartbreak. You're begging for it. Zach Moss, that was the other one. Zach Moss, Jerome Ford, Kyron Williams. Those are the players you need to target on the waiver wire. Um, Wide receivers, if you want upside, Puka Nako- Nakoa, And Tutu Atwell, I prefer Atwell over Nakoa. More years in the system. Puka's always hurt. So is Tutu, to be honest with you. Um, But both those guys, when Cooper Cup comes back, I mean, I don't think there's anything for either one of them. I really don't. I don't think both of those guys could go off into oblivion. So I'm not going to risk what it would likely take to get a Puka on waivers. I couldn't. For me, give me Robert Woods. Give me Josh Reynolds. Fucking give me Michael Wilson, right? I'd rather have all of those players for, you know, for very, very cheap, of course. I'm not going to pay the same price I would for Puka, those guys. I, you know, we want players that once we get to week five and the bye week start, that we could fill in happily. A guy like Robert Woods is clearly C.J. Stroud's guy. They're clearly going to have to throw the ball a lot. So, like, I do not understand why he wouldn't be massively interesting to everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I just do not, uh, would not understand it. So go out and get him. Um, other options as far as wide receivers are concerned. Yeah. I mentioned I'm not taking any Ravens guys. Um, I mean, I'm not into recede Sahid at all. Fumbled open and kickoff. I know I had the biggest play of the game for the saints, but I'm not interested. Not until Michael Thomas goes down again, Jacoby Myers, of course he should be. How is Myers not owned in every fucking league? Like it's just wild to me that he wouldn't be. I'm not touching Kendrick Bourne, not touching uh, people's Jones yet. I'm not touching Jaden Reed with Christian Watson coming back. Michael Wilson, Rasheed Rice? I mean, shit. What does Rasheed Rice have to do? I think uh, our guy Rich Mileto uh, pointed out a great one of the players I have in best ball a lot, Tyquan Thornton, who will be back for the Patriots. Not a bad little stash right there as well. All right, let's get into the week two preview. Boy, it's going to be hard for me to not talk recap for so long because I got so much that I want to spill. Um, Let's dive into it. So what I wanted to do, I'm recording this late Tuesday night. It's not going to be – it'll be posted late Tuesdays, early Wednesdays, depending on your coast. And I don't have all my matchups done yet, but I could pinpoint a couple matchups for you every week that I'm looking at, right, and some ones that may be obvious, others that may be under the radar that graded out highly. All right, number one, Thursday Night Football, the Eagles are going to destroy the Minnesota Vikings. It's going to be absolute fucking destruction. So know that, and they're a pass, they're going to run. It's the biggest trench advantage of the entire week, and it happens on Thursday Night Football. If you want a sneaky one, actually, I'll tell you, I was very bummed at the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are going to be good. Their offense was amazing. It was fun to actually watch Russell Wilson be a competent quarterback. Everything they did was good. The Raiders played well. Max Crosby was all up in that offensive line that has not gelled yet. But defensively, the Broncos, I think, have real problems. Why do they have real problems? One may ask me. Well, I did write about this in the coaching breakdowns at fantasyguru.com, and I'll say it once again. Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator, holy shit, man. I mean, it was nauseating to see how they were lining up. They were doing wide nine. You know I hate the wide nine, right? I Jacobs only ran for 48 yards or whatever, 40-some-odd yards. In this game, but I felt the Raiders could have ran a lot more. And it was wild the way that they played. And I mean, the Raiders only put up 17 points. They lost, they won by an extra point missed by the Broncos. But I think teams are going to be able to gash the Broncos on the ground. I think Washington is an interesting one. Now I'll pick up on Washington. If they, they won't be able to run, if Washington does those shotgun RPO runs, With Brian Robinson specifically, they're dead. That is the absolute best thing. They may get shut out by the Broncos. They really may. But if they don't, they line up and just play nose-on-nose football against that wide nine, they are going to be able to run the ball. So it makes Robinson another plus matchup this week. Uh, Those are the trenches. Uh, I'll say uh, Jacksonville – Look for the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) This is why I warned everybody at the start of the show that I'm going to go on a Kadarius Tony, waving my Kadarius Tony boner and slapping everybody in the face with it because Jacksonville was dog shit. So fucking terrible against the Colts. You can't let Anthony Richardson fucking pass for 250 yards. You can't do that. He can't throw the ball. He's like aiming it like a shot putter. That was embarrassing, man. That secondary has got a long ways to go. Jacksonville played great defense at the start of last season. This one was terrible. And if they pull any of that at home against the Chiefs, Chiefs are going to be my 35 points. That's another one. By the way, that's my second best passing matchup of the week is – the Chiefs against the Jaguars. My number one, the Chargers against the Titans. Look for Justin Herbert, you know, losing sort of a heartbreaker against the Miami Dolphins. The Chargers have this weird thing where they're close in every game and lose them all. They hit big leads and then they lose. They score a lot of points and then they lose. They can't figure it out. But I think they figured it out against Tennessee. Tennessee gets a lot of gifts. And the NFL loves Mike Rabel. Referees love Tennessee. They hate LA Chargers for whatever reason, but I don't think it's enough. That's the best passing matchup of the entire week. That means, yes, Keenan Allen. Fucking Mike, Mike Williams is a, the biggest drama queen ever. Like, seriously, just go away. And watch Alistair Eckler's ankle injury. It's not significant, but... Josh Kelly played a lot even before the ankle and three, and he's likely to do so again here against the Tennessee Titans. So just you know be aware of that situation. The Titans, are hard to run at, specifically up the middle. You can't do epic leads. You can't do counters and traps with Jeffrey Simmons in the middle of that line. You got to go off tackle. You got to get outside the zone, pitches, tosses. They couldn't do it. Um, Who did they play last week? The same. Yeah, Jamal Williams couldn't, couldn't, they couldn't get around the corner. They just couldn't. They tried even Taysom Hill. He couldn't do it. By the way, Taysom Hill, right? Like Taysom Hill is slow as balls right now. His massive athleticism is gone. Happens when you get old. Ask Aaron Rodgers. But that's another situation. So, Chargers, Chiefs, the passing game, I like a great deal. Um, my alert of the week, I would say look uh, the Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh and Cleveland, the Cleveland defense was absolutely dominant against the Bengals in week one where the Steelers got shredded. I do not expect the Steelers to continue to be shredded like this. However, um, fuck, I, I mean, you can't ignore that Brock Purdy was able to do it. Um, it worries me. And I like, if Steelers get shredded again against the Browns. uh I, I don't, it's going to be a long season in Pittsburgh. That's for sure. I think it's going to be a long season. Baltimore, maybe that division ain't nearly as good. Maybe Cleveland will run away with it. Who knows? But I think they're on red alert. I think Pittsburgh will rebound, but that was telling. Meanwhile, Cleveland's defense Kenny Pickett was the worst player that was on any field. He, Kenny Pickett played worse than Kadarius Tony this week. Worse. Imagine that. Right. Mostly because he was just a quarterback. He had the ball in his hand more. Kenny Pickett was like impossible bad. You can't even describe to him. Go watch that game again. It's unbelievable. And ew, Miles Garrett's going to eat them for lunch. Potentially. Um, all right, so there we go. I think those are the that's good on the matchups. Um previews here, like again, go to fantasyguru.com. That's the place to get my cash game breakdown for DFS. All my bets are live over there as well. My rankings, I update them late night Friday night after all the injury information. They're updated before the games on Thursday, of course. They come out Monday night, slash Tuesday morning, depending on what coast you're on. And all of that. So uh, we'll be ready to go. A lot of interesting matchups here in week number two, the Seattle rebound can Detroit capitalize. I mean, that's a big game. I think Geno Smith is a guy who was fraudulent last year and showed it in week one with the Rams stomping them the fuck out at home. Now they got to contend with Detroit on the road and travel there. I think that's a mess. Can Jordan love do it against Atlanta? Can the green Bay Packers? I mean, that's their kryptonite running the football. Bears were able to run it against them, but Atlanta's offensive line is so dominating right now. I I don't like Green Bay's chances very much in that game. I think it's a brand of football they don't want to play. Can Josh Allen stop turning the ball over? He leads the NFL in turnovers over the last 18 games. It's fucking crazy. But since Brian DeBall has left, Josh Allen has deteriorated. He just has. All things that I'm watching. Going into it, my bet of the week, boy, it's a wide open slate here. Um, I, I have a lot of ways that I'm leaning, but everyone has something. There's a lot of SGPs. I'm not going to do a single game parlay yet. I may get to the point during the season where I'll give you that. Um, I, I Just on a Tuesday, I'm not ready to go with that. The one thing I will say is, listen, Duval County, Jacksonville Jaguars. The future's good. Lawrence is good. I love Calvin Ridley. But Kansas City's coming out. They're, they don't lose back-to-back games. And this defense ain't ready for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs signed, or re-signed Chris Jones, which is huge. I don't think he's going to play in this game. I'm betting it as if he's not right now. If he does, obviously it's just – if he gives him 10 snaps, it's just going to be that much better, right? To be only three-point favorites is ridiculous. So if I'm looking at this game, I definitely go Chiefs. I probably – I probably take like the – I probably would take the minus three and then I would do the alternate spread, do – The over, because I think that the offense will be fine for both teams. I think that if this game goes any direction, it could be a shootout. So um, in that vein, I'll take the three and then the alternate total points. Uh, I want to go over, I'll go low. So I might go like over 41 and a half, 42 and a half seems right. Right, like a yeah, 28, 28 to 14 would be 42. Uh, yeah, something like that. I, I want um, – all right, Chiefs minus the three over 41.5 points. Could be over by halftime, to be honest with you. And then Chiefs minus three. If you wanted to get a little bit extra – That Chiefs minus two and a half, I think, is pretty sweet, too. And you don't have to pay any kind of big premium for that one. You know, the Chiefs minus two and a half minus the three, which is the regular spread, is about minus 110 on the straight line. But if you altered it to minus two and a half, it's minus 130. So the the parlay goes from plus 125, as I'm looking at it right in front of me, to plus 115. All right. So that half point swings it a little bit but if they win by a field goal you win you know the whole thing instead of pushing it out so that's what i'll say chiefs minus 3 over 41 and a half for my single game parlay um other bets that i'm looking at this week uh, again i mentioned that atlanta game of kind of on the falcons i'd like to pray off of negative uh, the emotions of P- of vegas and sports bettors watching lines go crazy because somebody over qualifies one team or underestimates another because of their week one performance. Like those are things that I absolutely love, you know, giants going against Arizona giants should blow Arizona out. It was a miserable performance, but I think the jets could beat Dallas in Dallas. And I think the giants will should beat the Cardinals by like 20 points, even in Arizona but I don't think the general public's going to see it that way. So those are other things that I'm looking for. Remember, if you are a basic subscriber, basic member, or draft guide subscriber fancyguru.com, now is the time. You There's not any chance in the world that you do not make at least the cost of your upgrade back, if not times 50, or maybe even 100 or 1,000. I don't know how much you guys bet. There's no way you don't get double whatever you pay for a subscription. So, if you have a basic membership, you could upgrade for like a hundred bucks, I think, right now, depending on your level, maybe 150. I don't know for the season. And you're going to win $300. So, you're going to win the 150 back and you're going to win another 150 at the very least. There's no way you don't do that. So, upgrade now. And if, you, if price is a problem, email us support at fantasyguru.com. We'll work with you with all that. Join the elite mafia. Come on in. Watch the games with us. Be nice. Don't fucking challenge me. I'm fucking. Just gonna. I'm just gonna leave. I'm not gonna. Uh, you don't have to bet this. Listen, I have a giant brain full of football information. Use it for your own good. Ask me questions about that. Right? Don't try to like. Yeah, this guy suck. Just use the information. You have access to me. You have access to my game films. My tape. Everything, all my data, you have access to it. Nobody else in the free world has this, except our members at fantasyguru.com. Fucking use it, right? Just please. Survivor picks. Oh, my bad. Uh, Survivor this week. It's a tough one. I like the 49ers a lot. I like the Buffalo Bills a lot. I love Philly on Thursday Night Football as well. Um, I think all of them are in, I like Detroit to be honest with you. I kind of like that one. I dig it. Uh, Shit. I don't mind Kansas city, but I'm not going to use Kansas city in this game on the road after. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, so what I would do my favorite as far as the survivors goes, I'll go with Buffalo Vegas offensively. Didn't do much of anything. Again, they won because of a missed extra point. Garoppolo's not terrible, but this Buffalo defense can shut you down as the Jets learned. And Buffalo's offense is going to come in at home, just ready and fired up. Vegas has to fly across the country. Uh, give me give me the Buffalo Bills, and I'll, I'll take them. And the other thing was Survivor, just a little FYI. Don't save teams. That's fucking stupid. That's for the weak. You're not smarter than the world. Stop pretending like you are. You're not predicting wins five weeks from now. Why? Well, because the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, what happened? Four plays in. The whole world could change. Your Your individual, even if you value yourself and think of yourself as the smartest human being in the world, You, the smartest person in the world, will change your opinion about a matchup to how you feel now to how you'll feel in five weeks. So even though you think, oh, I'm going to love Buffalo or Kansas City or somebody else forever, the minute Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or some other key piece of these teams or any other teams go down or hurt or play shitty for a couple weeks, you're going to completely and utterly change your mind survivor is about surviving do it don't waste your chances get to the end and then when you're at the end oh no i only have three teams to choose or whatever yeah you know, i only have well then you have to pick one right but get the whole point is get to the point get to there so i tell you about the championships the last few weeks Like, don't worry about what week one's gonna do because you don't win anything you had tyree kill this week okay it doesn't what did you win You didn't win anything. Nothing. You won a game. You feel good. That doesn't mean anything. That win at championship, Tyreek Hill scores 1.6 points in week 16 or 17. Your championship game, you're going to lose. So it won't have meant anything. So there you go. Eat Arby's. (laughs) Uh, All right, folks. I think that's going to do it. Again, uh, let me know about the waiver stuff, how much you guys are into that. You want me to talk waivers on this show, or is it just past the time anyway? I could concentrate on the buy and low, selling high. Try to get into as much of the following week material and matchups as I possibly can. Episode 173, let's call this one karma, baby. It's what it's all about, karma. Things you don't believe in it. I'm not a spiritual fella, spiritual fella. I'm not a religious man very much. I'm a born again Christian, believe that or not, but it's true. But I don't, I'm not like one of those throw it down. Everybody's faces type of people. I just believe what I believe. But I do believe that the more good you put out in the world, the more good you get back. And the more bad you put out in the world, the more bad you get back. And I think a lot of times it comes hidden. I don't think it's immediate because you're like, well, why is this rich person because Imagine how difficult it is to be a super rich person. And you're like, oh, that's all I care about. Well, if you have a secret and somebody found out about it, you've done horrific things. You know, you're going to be found out. You know, you're going to be judged one way or another. You'll be judged when your wife sees your cell phone or your kids learn of your nasty habits or at the pearly gates, whatever you believe in. You're going to be judged at some point. Some point it's all going to come out. And then what? Living with that burden has got to be the worst thing that there is in life. It has to be, right? I don't know. Most of us don't think we're frauds, but imagine living a life in which you knew you were. Holy fuck. So, yeah, you have money, but for how long? It's just a matter of time. I don't know. Is it better to be super duper wealthy and know you're going to lose it all as soon as people find out what you're about, what you've done? Or is it better just to have a nice middle class, above upper middle class, lower middle class type life, and live peacefully and happy? I'll take the latter. That's me, folks. You know, we may disagree. You may disagree with that. Something you heard football-wise: Kadarius Tony, Romeo Dobbs, Kyron Williams, Garrett Wilson, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers. You may disagree with everything that you heard on today's show. And folks, that is perfectly all right. We're all adults. We all can take it. We're tough. We're smart. We're good enough. We're smart enough. People like us. And by the way, it was all just one man's opinion. See you next time, everybody. Remember to follow me at Jeff underscore man's on Twitter, the Jeff man's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and on TikTok. Thanks to Sean Engel for producing the program. I am Jeff man's. We'll see you next week. Best of luck in week number two. Deuces.